0: And start to communicate like a real human being again. So so for me, one of the one of the key tips is to write like you talk. So when you're starting to tell your story and you're starting to get it down on paper, write like you talk.
1: That is the founder of Story Edge, Kevin Anderson, a storytelling coach, writer, and communication consultant for corporations. He's on a mission to help people unlock their inner storyteller, not because stories are lovely or because stories are fun, but because stories are the most powerful way to make your message memorable. Stories help us connect, engage, and if we want to sell, because stories stick. What we're going to learn, the key lessons from this episode, Including why storytelling for business is the best way to stand out in the marketplace, two common mistakes for entrepreneurs in general, and two common mistakes when we write our stories. All coming up for you for Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition podcast, episode 040. Welcome
0: to The Godly MBA, Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter.
1: Hello, Kelly here. Welcome to the NBA Podcast. Thank you for being here. I know you have many choices. My team and I are super honored that you give us your precious time. If this is your first time, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any power pack episode. And your reviews on iTunes serves as a fresh dose of blessings to me and my team. We will really appreciate it. I'd like you to know that Kevin and I, we recorded the episode quite a while back. And I thought that my team had lost the files in my last Dropbox nightmare when we changed computers. So I am so delighted to find out that we got the files all back. Don't you just love technology sometimes? This is one of those conversational episodes you can relax yet receive Many value bombs now let's check with Kevin. Hello, Kevin. So wonderful to have you on the show. Wonderful
0: to be here, Kelly. Thanks very much
1: you know kevin that uh that your expertise is my favorite you know about storytelling and I kind of I'll kind of tell my audience a little bit about you already, but we really love that come from you that can you share with us a little bit that your journey till now, how did you become the expert for storytelling?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, this is my second time round of of being an entrepreneur. So this time I'm doing it the right way. I think the first time round I fell into a a trap of a a business that wasn't really right for me. So I got involved in a franchise. So I had a little bit of unfinished business and I decided that this time round I would set up the right business and the right business was a writing business. So I started writing and telling stories and helping my clients, but I quickly decided that where I could really help people is to actually tell their own stories. So rather than being a writer for hire, I decided to be a writing coach and predominantly that was storytelling because storytelling for me is the most natural way that we communicate as human beings it's it's what we latch onto it's what we remember uh and it's it's probably the most powerful way of having messages stick
1: and so you know can you tell us that why storytelling for entrepreneur or for business
0: yeah yeah i think i think um Especially, first of all, for entrepreneurs. I think every single entrepreneur that starts off on this kind of entrepreneurial journey has a story. They've got a story to tell. They've got a backstory. They've got a history. They've got the story of the vision that they've got for their own business and their own enterprise. So I think story is inherent in all entrepreneurs. I think there's there's a, there's the... Basic story, the, the why why story, the the Simon Sinek, you know, why are they doing it? What is it that they they want to achieve? What's their kind of bigger vision? What's their bigger purpose? All things that can be told better by using stories. And obviously, there's the the stories that they encounter along the way, the, the highs and the lows and the ebbs and the flows of being an entrepreneur. Every day, entrepreneurs are creating new stories. They're either creating them themselves or they're coming across stories that they can be using in in their, in their business. And as they take their, their small enterprise into the realms of a much bigger enterprise.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, even just let's say as humans, uh, when we were little, I think we all love to listen to stories. Yeah. Uh, either from, you know, the, our parents, the bedtime stories, or we gravitate to it. Uh, I think it's a a human nature. And I often uh, was asked by my audience or from my clients, uh, the question is this, Kelly, how do I stand out? Yeah. Right. So when I look at your website, Kevin, you talk about the story edge. Yes. So can you share with us what do you mean by that?
0: Yeah. The story edge for me, um, it's the name of the business, but it's also, what I believe. So what I believe is that no matter what type of organisation, what what type of business you are in, that storytelling can give you the edge. It can give you the edge in terms of selling. Uh, It can give you the edge in terms of leading a team of people. Uh, If you're a charity, it can give you an edge because you can stand out from the crowd. You can get your message across there kind of much, much more strongly than just simply stating facts using figures story uh, as, as you alluded to it's a it's a natural thing it's something that we that we all do and we all use in our everyday lives um if we've not seen somebody for a long time and we go out for a meal what do we do we tell stories that's how we bring you know everybody else up to speed with what's happened in their lives we tell stories so for me, the, the story edge, as I say, it's the name of the business, but it is, it's more important than that. It's a, it's a philosophy. It's a, it's a belief that if you use stories, you can create that edge for your organization without a shadow of a doubt.
1: All right. So can you give us some tips when you come to storytelling for our business and yeah. or for, you know, yeah, for entrepreneurs, they so basically positioning. So yeah. Yeah. Some yeah, core I- tips.
0: Yeah, some pro tips. So I, th- I think there's, there's quite a few tips I can give you. One of, one of the key sh- tips in terms of creating your story is that your story needs, it needs a lot of things, but there's two things that it particularly needs. It needs a hero. Okay, so your story absolutely needs a hero. It needs a driver for the story. If you don't have a hero, it's really, really difficult to, to make people care you know so the classic example i use if, if you're looking at case studies that, that some organizations use they've got a habit of talking about the name of the company rather than the name of a person within the company who is having those problems you know i think that is a is a key thing the hero is what drives the story imagine star wars without luke skywalker uh, <laughs> you know it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same story so the hero is critical to make people care Following that journey, following that that individual's challenges is the the thing that moves the story on. If there if there, if there isn't a hero, you you don't care. You don't really care about what happens. You're not invested. There's not a, any kind of emotional connection. If we have a human in the story, a real hero, somebody we can follow, we can care about what they are going through. We can put ourselves in their shoes. And we can do what we we do, we mirror, we mirror every day when you look at what happens to other people, and we put ourselves in their shoes, so that's the first thing,
1: yeah, so Kevin, may I kind of stop here yeah. and ask you a question about the hero and yeah. uh, you know, yeah, we kind of all hear a, a, a little bit about this hero journey thing, yeah, yeah absolutely. and question to you is who is the hero it's our customer, put yeah. in that role hero or our business or a company itself
0: yeah brilliant brilliant question and the answer is it depends so in the majority of occasions we shouldn't be our own hero okay we shouldn't be the hero the people that we help the people that we support our clients those individuals should be the real hero the reason i say it depends is because if you're talking about your own origin story, for example. So your history, your founding story, or the story maybe of the vision of your business. You're allowed to be your hero then. You know, that that's that's okay. But I think where a lot of people go wrong with storytelling for their business is that they quickly want to become the hero of their own story. You know, it's it's quite self-serving. You can kind of telegraph it. It's a little bit predictable. You know that at any minute they're going to talk going to shift from talking about that client to saying aren't we just absolutely amazing? Aren't we brilliant? And, and I think we're all a little bit tired of that. I think we're all, it's, it's a little bit predictable. So, so the hero for me should be the people that we help. Our role in the story should be the role of mentor. Our role should be mentor. So again, using Star Wars as an example, the hero is Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi is the mentor. You know, he's quiet, he's thoughtful, it's not all about Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Star Wars. It's about Luke Skywalker. It's about the story. So for me, our role predominantly, 99% of the time, will be that of mentor, not hero.
1: Exactly. So it's almost like we put in the sales copy. Yeah. Okay, that context, uh, let's see if I get it right or not. I, yeah. I believe that normally we say uh, if a piece of content can sell, you know, when we go through the hero journey, probably from the first part, is yeah. we point out, well, uh, the, the obstacle that, yeah. you know, yeah. what the hero that is facing. Absolutely. And then um, then the next probably, you know, hero almost is due to the wilderness. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, he's, he or she is outcast, right? Yeah and and then uh but then there is a mission dropped uh from different kind of uh uh, reason uh and he or she determine well almost sometimes like a reluctant hero is that reluctant to be but has to kind of absolutely and then now this moment we or you know in this uh, your coach consultant or business uh the solution provider appear to say hey we are the guy yeah that That's it. that we can give you a hand, yeah, absolutely, and towards, yeah, um, and then and then but then it's the hero who did the work,
0: yeah, absolutely,
1: and in the end became that hero.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that you're absolutely right, and I think that is precisely where so many people go wrong. They there's a there's a morphing from the hero to the mentor. So as as the as the story goes on we almost lose any sight of the hero you know it's like well who is the hero because it now now appears to be that it's us that are the hero and again i think we've got to let people uh you know we've got to trust people's brains to figure stuff out a little bit that hey you know it's on our website it's 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 a story that we are sharing with people we don't have to have big kind of flags and say look at us and neon signs above our heads and saying we are the hero People will, will take that from the story. They'll they'll gather that. We don't have to force feed them the fact that we are wonderful at our job and that we are the services that we deliver are fantastic. We don't have to do that. We have to keep shining the shining the light on the hero. Because that's what will drive the story. That's what will keep your readers or you know, your watchers if it's videos or your listeners if it's a podcast. It's what will keep them engaged, following that one character through the entire story and sticking with that hero and not not creating the confusion um i've seen some great examples and i've seen some terrible examples. uh and one of the great examples i saw recently was of a, an australian uh company that was it was a personal injury um company and they shared some really really powerful stories and they almost weren't in it at all you wouldn't have known there was no mention of the of the company's name it was just the entire story from the perspective of the person that had had the injury now, you know personal injury, advertising promotion hasn't hasn't got a great reputation, but this was a really, really nice original way of making the point about this organization without even mentioning the organization
1: yeah that's that' should really well done so Kevin, can you also then share some light for us that what are some common mistakes when it come to when we writing or creating copies so of storytelling
0: yeah I, I think the uh, one of the one of the mistakes i see is people writing in a in a almost a robotic unnatural way you know so they they, they maybe have a great story there but they can't communicate it in the right way because there's a block there's a, a mental barrier that a lot of people face when they're writing so if you ask them to tell you the story verbally to your face they deliver that story in a most most natural way, and it's really it's really good, natural. It sounds like them. It's got a natural rhythm, a natural flow. Um, it's it's a story, and then you ask them to write that story, and all of a sudden, it's like an alien has taken over their body <laughs> because they just can't make that same mental connection. So so, and again, I, I blame that on two things. I blame it on the education system. You know, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of very kind of formulaic ways of writing. But also, if you've worked in a corporate culture as well, you may find that you end up talking in ease. You know, you you've mm. got this natural corporate language, and it can be really really difficult to break away from that and start to communicate like a real human being again. So so for me, one of the one of the key tips is to write like you talk. So when you're starting to tell your story and you're starting to get it down on paper write like you talk and that's that you know it, it sounds like the most simple and obvious piece of advice but when you do it it will change everything it will change the way that you not just tell stories but it'll change the way that you write and the best way to test your writing is to read it out loud you know so so people if they've written something they will then read it out loud and they'll trip up over their own words because it's not the types of what la- not the type of language that they're used to using every single day mm. so it, it becomes it becomes a really good way of catching the mistakes catching the unnatural sounding language and developing a, a process where you have that flow through your language yes. that sounds more like you the, the best the best tip or sorry the best compliment i can ever get from anybody is Kev, when I read what you write, it sounds like you. It sounds like the the, the language that you would use if we were having a conversation uh, in person. So that that that's my that's if you like, it's a bit of my mission. I want people to write more like human beings again. Uh, <laughs> I, I want people to connect with, with that, and I also want you know another thing that's important is you know be be real. You know, be real. I think we've I think we're in a world just now where social media you know everything's perfect everything's great we we share the the happy happy moments the joyful moment um and you know we we don't tend to be as honest and open about our feelings our challenges and you know for me you know when you're starting to tell your stories tell the tell the story warts and all share everything you know share everything And, and you know the classic example is a case study so if you read a case study well, I I read case studies and I look at them and I think I I don't believe, I don't believe that case study because there is no such thing as a as a perfect project, but yet every single case study you read tends to have this. This was a you know what I call it paints a picture of project perfection. You know it's this. It was we did this. This was the problem. This was the solution. And look at this. Aren't we wonderful? This is the result. And that's just not life. So. I think we get blind to stories that are too good to be true. I think what we need to do is share the failures, share the insecurities, the vulnerability, and just be honest about the story. Anne Handley talks about it. You know, it's um, it's it's about like telling a true story well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's storytelling is wrapped up in fiction, but we should be telling true stories and to be genuine and completely true and authentic in the stories that we tell, we need to show everything and share everything.
1: You know, that reminded me two things uh, uh, about myself uh, in the in the case of uh, in 2012 when I launched my book. and It's a personal story. Yeah. And uh, now I feel much better because of what you say, because I got the most common. Kenny, when I read the book, I felt that you are you are talking yeah and I thought that was me that me. um well I did not write like eloquently <laughs> that like you know the you know the professional uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, fishing writer or something you know yeah. uh it seems that I did not write eloquently enough uh well English is not my first language so so I just smiled and I thought oh so I guess is that bad <laughs>
0: yeah i i would say it's the you know i would say it the complete opposite i would say that's that's the the best compliment you could ever get um the best compliment you can ever get is that it's uh it's like being there with you it's it's like experiencing those moments with you it's about you know experiencing your pain your challenges it's about caring about you and if you're able to do that and you're able to do it in a way that people say that is that's just you kelly that, that sounded like if you were there in the room with me, then that's the best compliment you can have as a writer. Definitely.
1: Okay. Thank you, Kevin. I feel much better now. S- uh, four years later. <laughs> and the other thing is interesting. This morning, I was interviewing another awesome guest from all the way from Australia. It's a communication expert. And, you know, Christine. and Christina and I, we were chatting about, uh, we were more focused on, you know, how to, uh communicate more effectively when we yeah. present a message on stage. And and then she said, you know, when we watch those speakers from the tech talk, yeah. those 18 minutes, uh, they practice like uh, forever. You yeah. know? And and they also probably hire someone uh to help them out. Yeah. And, and I and I said, yeah, I have to confess uh many people love uh my Three four minutes that that talk in the as well uh, okay. education stage, but most of people did not know that three four minutes um, presentation. It cost me four months. Yeah. Um. So and that four months is not to change my story. No. It's to help me express better yeah <laughs> my story and so i want to ask yeah can we learn storytelling now a word from our sponsor lee pages lee pages generates leads and sales for your business on the web in emails via text messaging and on social media it's one of my favorite tools because it has saved me and my clients a lot of time and money every single year the drag-and-drop templates allow you to set up a proper trackable campaign in no time. And the newest feature called Checkout. It enables you to collect payment right from your lead pages with Stripe account. It's a no-brainer. You can join the 14-day free trial at kellybarder.com forward slash leadpages.
0: Now back to the show. And, and I don't even think it's actually learning storytelling. I think it's rediscovering storytelling. Oh, not- okay? I love Okay, I think this is all about rediscovering it. I, I did a short presentation at a, a local um, women's business network uh, event maybe uh, a couple, probably a couple of months ago now. And in that, I, I talk about the fact that if you've got kids and, you know, have you ever had the experience where you stop what you're doing, you either switch the TV off, you switch the radio off, you stop making tea, and you just listen and watch your kids playing. So they'll take Lego figures, playmobile figures, animals, anything, and they'll start constructing these most elaborate stories. You know, a donkey is having an argument with a pig. You know, (laughs) that pig has got a name. That pig's a character. That pig's actually a hero. So they'll, they'll make these most amazing stories. You'll laugh, you'll, you'll find them funny, but they do it naturally. They haven't written a script. They haven't created an outline. They haven't planned this out. They just naturally have that storytelling in them. Nobody has taught them how to do it. Mm. So I, I, that's why I say I believe that storytelling is, is innate. It's in all of us. What we need is a way to bring it out and, and use storytelling in a business context with a really specific intent mm. you know so so we don't just create stories for the sake of, of creating stories we, we have to have an intent I, I come from an advertising background so you know it, it's it's about you know doing as much as you can with with less words uh, in advertising it's about how can you how can you make that connection and it's the same with storytelling you know how, how can you draw people into you how can you make the, that initial connection? how can you maintain that engagement? And then how can you make them see your way? Uh, how can you teach them something? How can you make them, as I say, make them see something similar to you? How can you influence them? If you're in a business, that might be how do you actually make, make um, a sale off the back of stories? You can do it. You, you absolutely can do it. But it's not just about, about um, selling. Uh, it's, it's, it's much, much bigger than me. But for me, everybody can tell stories. Everybody can do it. They just need a better framework and a better process for getting the stories out of their head. And and as you you kind of alluded to there, you know, it's a four minute you know talk that you were you were uh, talking about there. And you spent a lot of time. You invested the time in, in making that the best it possibly could. You rehearsed it. You did all those kind of kind of things around it just for a four minute presentation. And I would say you owe that for your story. So in other words, your story shouldn't be it is done first draft um I'm finished, the story is done, it's perfect, I move on. We we owe it to our audience to to do that first draft and then to step away and then to come back and look at it with a fresh pair of eyes. We owe it to the audience to invest the time to make it the best story experience it can be. Because if we do that, those stories will stick. Mm-hmm. Those stories will be remembered for years and years and years to come. And those stories when you take them as a collective group of stories, can grow your personal brand, can grow your business's brand, and can really just change the way that you communicate forever.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's about that human connection, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know, know, it's just like my mentor, John C. Meso say that he literally have a book for it, say, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, everybody communicates, but few connect. Yeah. and that that is where the power of the storytelling because yeah. it, it connects uh, human Absolutely. So Kevin, that, may I ask you that have you ever had some moments happen to you, either it's funny or embarrassed and you know, uh, in your entrepreneurial journey?
0: Sure, how long have you got? Uh, <laughs> uh, how, long, how long have you got? Um, yeah, I, I've, I've got I've got a few embarrassing stories. I've got a few uh, I've got a few stories of um, that I think are quite amusing. And I think the one I want to share with you is, you know, we we struggle sometimes to to come up with the name for our business. You know, we struggle to come up for to you know, and, and I'm I'm a right. and i so I should be really really good at this. I should it should coming up with names for businesses should be quite straightforward. So I when I first started the business i i started off as a kind of a generic marketing consultant so i said right I, I need i need to come up with a name um something that's maybe a little bit abstract something that's a little bit different and I, I literally spent a day with post-it notes with notepads with dictionaries thesaurus. i was looking at other people i was seeing what everyone else was doing and so that was from probably about, probably about seven o'clock in the morning until my son came home from school at uh, sort of three o'clock, so it was pretty much all day. I, I came up with some of the tr- truly some of the worst business names <laughs> ever. It was it, it, this was not a joyful experience. Um, then my son came home, and he he jumped onto the Xbox and started playing Minecraft. So I threw my pen down and was like, "Right, I'm done doing this. I'm going to go and just sit and chat away with my son and, and watch him play Minecraft." And he he was making a forest. He was making this incredible forest full of square trees and i just went square tree marketing that was it there was no there was It was like square tree that's it that's what i'm going to call this business it's square tree it's marketing i am done i am not going to spend another minute trying to figure out the name of this business so so yeah and that was the name of the business for uh for the first year and um some of my colleagues at the Content marketing academy um chris Mar, chief among them takes great joy at um having fun at my expense because on the one year anniversary of the business i changed the name of the business because I, I decided that you know square C marketing is as nice as it was as fun as it was and it had that personal story with my son um i decided it didn't represent what the business was so i decided that i, I needed story in there and I, I i said well listen story stories can give you the edge the story edge and that was done and that was done after about that was about fifteen minutes, so there wasn't. I didn't slave away over that, and I think um, a recurring conversation with some of my colleagues at the Content Marketing Academy is: Are you uh, you going to change the name of the business again? Are you are you sticking with it? Or... So I'm I I am going to stick with it. The Story Edge is <laughs> going to be the name of the business at least for another few years.
1: Okay. I promise. Since I'm gonna see you in person 2017 in the content marketing conference, yeah. I, I will ask you a. Yeah. What's, what's
0: the name of your business, Kevin? What's the name of the, Well, <laughs> that's a funny story, Kelly. <laughs> I went totally different. Uh, I'm now a scuba diving instructor. Uh, so yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> a lot a lot can happen in a few months.
1: Okay. So the morale of the story, people, that for those of you are listening to this podcast episode, is this: uh, one, you need to feel. Much, you feel much better, you know. I feel much better, because so, I am now the only person on this earth have a problem to come out the business name. Yeah, yep. po- professional writer that cave that he has problem too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, number two, what cave is t- uh, he? taught us that when you run out of the ideas of your business, you just have to go to sit down with your kids and see whatever they are playing them on. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's the plan. Works works every time.
1: Worse every time. You just know that next year, you have to change the name. Yeah. So if you're okay with what well, that would be the short-term solution we are recommending you now. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Now, how can we to <laughs> <laughs> so So, Kevin, I'm sure the topic is in storytelling. And I'm sure that, I mean, I could just imagine that your work uh, kidding all aside, have improved many lives and I watched uh, the, your presentation in the CMA last year. Uh, so can you share with us maybe one of those godly MBA moments, uh, you know, that the moment that you realize that what you're doing is way beyond just business?
0: Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. And, I, I, you know, you, you, you touched on it there. I think for, for me, I was given the opportunity to to take the stage um, uh, rather nervously after Anne Handley at the Content Marketing Academy. And I had a presentation prepared months before, which was far more generic about storytelling, some tips, some advice, why why we should be taking storytelling seriously. And I attended a, a, a communications workshop with Marcus Sheridan, uh, again, a Content Marketing Academy event. And I, I shared a bit of my, my story about my own kind of stress-related illness, which is ultimately what what led me to to leave the corporate world and and come back into uh, the entrepreneurial fold again. And you know, I I wasn't very well. I, I I had a, as I say, a stress-related illness. I'd been off my work, and I knew that having my own business was was the best way forward. And what I learned was. I bottled up for about three years that, you know, I pretended that everything was okay. I pretended that that life was good and I just got on with it because I thought that's what you did. So I I took the opportunity to scrap my original presentation uh, for the Content Marketing Academy and I told the story of my my mental health challenge. I told the story of a stress-related illness being medicated and I did it in my own way, which which there was quite a bit of humor in there as well. Including a couple of bad words, which my mother still hasn't forgiven me for.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, but, okay, don't say that here, because otherwise but, I have to change my rating. Is no, it a little complicated, complicated, No, no. no,
0: yeah. no I listen. I this is it's a universal uh, rating for this uh, for this show. Don't worry. I am keeping all those really bad words deep inside. So you're you're, you're very very lucky. <laughs> um, but but what the moment for me? The, the moment was um, coming off the stage and seeing that people had had been crying. Um, uh, as a result of my story and not just one person, not just two people, but quite a few people. And some of those people were people that know me and probably hadn't heard the story, um, in as you know, in as personal a way as that, but there was also strangers, people that I'd never met before who were, who were moved by, by my story. So I, so what I learned, what I learned from that was that, you know, being vulnerable, sharing, sharing the real story, um, is a powerful, powerful thing to do. It can impact people's lives um but what i also learned is i can tell a good story what i learned is that i can i can tell a good story that's got tears of uh sadness and tears of laughter and you know that's that's what i want to be known as i want to be known as somebody that can um that can move people um i want to be the, the person that shows people how to do that so that for me that that was a really really um special moment it was a it was a powerful moment and it was the moment where I felt I could kind of let quite a lot of things go and really move on. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an, incredibly, an incredibly powerful moment in my life.
1: That is amazing. And uh, I hope that, you know, Kevin, what he just shared now, Kevin's story, that will encourage those of you who are listening now. Um, I think most of you know uh, my, my stories, uh, different aspects of it, and even just this podcast alone. Uh if if you are first time listening to this app uh this podcast, I would suggest you to listen to my episode 00. Because there uh I share about even uh to to start this podcast of what's struggling. And I really uh you know encouraged by Kevin that you basically what you just share is confirmation for me that uh When we allow ourselves, you know, let go certain thing, and I think those certain thing is almost is like the things that we know we need to protect. We feel we need to protect. We feel we need to defend. We feel yeah. that we need to uh explain to somebody or, or ourselves rather. And then with that, those go, and we just be willing to naked. So so to speak. yeah. And when we do that we actually allow, we give a permission to that other people allow them to shine. Yeah. And yes. and, and that's where the connection, the true connection mm-hmm. uh, happen. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Thank you so much again, Kevin for today that you added so much value to myself and my audience.
0: Now, listen, I really, really appreciate the opportunity to, to have a chat with you, enjoy your company. And, uh, Hopefully, uh, I've given some people some ideas of how they can use storytelling for themselves.
1: Yeah, we surely uh, put Kevin's website and, and, and all those goodies in the show notes. So those of you can go to check it out. Thank you so much, Kevin.
0: Thank you very much, Kevin. Enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did, as you have probably figured out that in order to succeed in your business, you need to be able to engage with your tribe, your audience. And storytelling is the best way to do so. There are three stories you need to master to stay tightly connected with your audience, not just communicate with them so that you can create impactful and profitable business. You can download the free guide absolutely free at katieballer.com forward slash story. Again, that's katieballer.com forward slash story. Did you know you can listen to our show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. That means if you use Alexa from Amazon at home, you can also give the command to play our show. Pretty cool, right? Please do subscribe and review at kellybother.com forward slash review. It helps more people can find the show. My team and I will really appreciate it. For all the goodies and show notes, visit kellybotter.com forward slash zero four zero. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show
0: notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.